Welcome to the Botshit Crazy Podcast. Check one, two, check. Welcome back to Botshit Crazy. Today I wanted to talk to you about uh, if you've ever seen any of my posts on Fridays, well, I say posts, posts on LinkedIn on Fridays, uh, for what I call Mental Fitness Friday, I wanted to take this opportunity, um, especially since my last episode uh, kind of rolled some of that in there unintentionally, I wanted to take this opportunity to talk a little bit about that, kind of what it is to me, where it comes from, and um, I guess, in my opinion, why it sort of matters across the board. So, Mental Fitness Friday is this thing that I just kind of came up with, um, which, I mean, don't get me wrong, it you could be forgiven for never hearing of it or never seeing it. It's not like it's uh, a growing trend, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's something I came up with to just uh, uh, express a bit of a passion of mine, which is uh, mental health, or as I like to personally consider it, mental fitness. Um, and it's just a way to sprinkle that into the workplace, which I think is sorely lacking, sorely lacking in an enthusiasm, and um, I hate to use the word awareness, but I, since I can't think of a better word, I'll say awareness of mental health, or again, from here out, I'll probably just say mental fitness for the most part. Um, and the reason for that is that it tends to be a little bit of a taboo subject, I think, People, I believe, kind of want to keep that stuff to themselves. They get uncomfortable talking about it. And yet, everybody seems to have something that they're struggling with. So it has always been a bit of a, a difficult topic. And while some things have become a little bit more sort of openly accepted in the workplace, things like, uh, you know, family events, family issues and such, being just kind of part of the, the average worker's experience life and that being sort of accepted and rolled into the the overall process of having an employee a bit more, mental issues have not, I don't think, or at least I haven't seen it. Mental fitness certainly doesn't seem like it has been. So <clears throat> more on that in a minute. But to kind of get back to where that, that came from, so I personally have struggled with anxiety and depression since I was 17 years old and probably a little bit earlier than that, but let's just say 17 is when I first started to do something about it. I asked my mom because I was so, what's the word? I'll, I'll say bent out of shape, <laughs> which a lot of teenagers are. That's not exactly, you know, uh, a revelation or groundbreaking. I just recall being angry all the time, constantly, um, to a point that it was becoming crippling. I was an ass to everyone. I was anxious all the time, although a lot of the anxiety came later. Uh, depression was pretty regular. Uh, and here's a fun fact for anybody. 50% uh, of the population has thought about suicide. And... That can be a pretty macabre topic, but I think it's also important to just have on the table. It's just important to just know, um, and I know that I thought about it back then. There's a difference between a strong consideration and a thought, 
There is. There's a difference between, you know, you've actually got whatever mechanism in front of you on a table that you're going to use and the thought that maybe this would, maybe everyone would be better if I just wasn't around. And it's also a little bit different to just have that thought and to be in that state of mind. Because having a thought, sometimes you can just dismiss a thought, you can move on. Being in that state of mind, that's that's a really, really crummy place to be. So there's kind of three levels of that. You have the thought, the state of mind, and then actual consideration. And I was definitely, I would spend time in that state of mind. And it took, believe it or not, um, when I told my mom that I had just had enough, um, I was just tired of being like this all the time. But I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what I, would, what, what I was supposed to do about it. Uh, and she set me up with a counselor who, at 17 years old, I never would have thought that this, this lady who was in her 70s, I think she'd been practicing for like 50 years, I never would have thought she could possibly understand what the heck I was going through. And she did. Um, and that was the beginning of a life-changing journey for me, uh, which brings me to where I am now, where I've explored lots and lots of different practices, uh, both from the both from the Eastern traditions uh, to modalities in the Western uh, part of the world, where we've got basically everything kind of falls under the umbrella of cognitive behavioral therapy. There's roughly three waves to that, depending on it, it, it which fall concurrently in time in a um, periodization, like in a time timeline. And um, there's uh, other spiritual practices that can be kind of rolled in or intertwined with that. And uh, then there's about, you know, countless rabbit holes beneath each of those that you could run down depending on what your your proclivity is. So uh, the reason that I started Mental Fitness Friday was because I wanted to just drop a little bit of that into people's lives. We've gotten so much focus on fitness in the last, I don't know, what, 15, 20 years? And the people have gotten, you know, your Apple Watch will tell you when to get off your butt and take five steps, but nothing will tell you when to stop and take a conscious breath, you know? Uh, we've got buzzers on everything that's telling us uh, we uh, how what our pulse is, what our quote-unquote stress level is, what our... Um, again, how many steps we've taken. Uh, you can get a pulse ox now, you know, for your phone. You can get a freaking echocardiogram done. Uh, these are things which I actually believe personally have been taken to an unhealthy level myself. But nonetheless, people have a remarkable interest in them. And yet there seems to be no or very few reminders <laughs> to maybe stop, slow your mind down, Center yourself, actually try to create a space between the you and your mind, and really just pause. And that seems like such a hokey thing to say. Well, just pause. You know, let's, it's easy to start to sound like you're in, uh, who's the lady from the radio show? Is it Delilah, who maybe you haven't heard of? She's always talking about how she's brushing away the harsh edges of the day with some soothing and relaxing music to head into your evening. Like, it can sound like that. 
and that I think turns a lot of people off. Maybe it does. I mean, she's got an audience, so maybe there's a place, there's obviously a place for it. Um, but I don't mean it that way. I've always been more incur- more enthused in um, making things practical kind of sharing with people what my experience has been and trying to take the lessons from those to plug them into just a little bit of daily tips, just tidbits that are digestible that people can use to really just kind of open the door to that, uh, damn it, I got to use this freaking word again, that awareness (laughs) of, uh, of how you can pay attention to your mental fitness. We call it mental health. I think that turns some people off. I consider it mental fitness. And the reason being, tying back to some of the stuff with, you know, this big movement towards physical fitness and physical health and everything that we've had and all these electronic or electronical electronic monitoring devices and everything you can turn on uh, to, to, to get information and biofeedback, we haven't paid any damned attention to mental fitness. You know, we haven't paid any attention to, all right, well, what are you doing to keep your mind fit? What are you doing to keep your relationship with your mind fit? What are you doing to exercise that? And I don't just mean math problems and Sudoku and crossword puzzles and, you know, reading or whatever. I mean, what are you doing to actually exercise your mind so it's more fit? We accept anxiety and depression Um, and several other maladies as just being a side effect of the job, a side effect of what it is. And we we cover them up or we tough it out or we use other socially accepted ways to uh, kind of mask it and cope, whether that's alcohol, whether it's uh, low-grade drugs, whether it's sex, whether it's uh, just scrolling on your phone constantly, uh, diving into... YouTube or whatever's on TV or engaging in some other hobby of yours, which hobbies certainly aren't a bad thing, but escapism generally is not super healthy. Escapism, all all these things that I'm talking about could fall into the category of junk food if you related it to physical fitness. If you, as an analogy, those things are the junk food of mental fitness, you know, you're not eating healthy food when you're engaging in those things in order to get away or to mask or cover up or escape whatever it is you're struggling with. And that is uh, sadly not... <laughs> it's just damn word. I can't get this word aware out of this podcast. Sadly... There's not a ton of awareness about that. Now, I should be clear. I do not intend to push this quote-unquote awareness. I do not care to make everyone aware. little poem for you. All I really want is to kind of, in this capacity, in, of, in this realm, share my little story with people, share the tips that, I, uh, that I've picked up, and kind of let uh, let the ones stick that stick for the people uh, that they do. That's about it. If you find this interesting and it sheds a light on something for you, awesome. Then, then, then it will. 
you know, and then you can you can take that little piece and hopefully it adds something to your life or helps you deal with some kind of issue that maybe you're struggling with because everyone is struggling with something. If you don't like it, if this you're you know just you have no interest in that, it turns you off, rubs you the wrong way, then leave it. You don't need to be aware about this stuff if you don't want to. That's just fine too. For the folks who don't want to be aware about this, by all means, pay no attention to me. Go about your way. You have no reason to listen to me. If it starts to eat at you and you want to come back, I'll take it. You know, then that'll be that'll be cool for me to have another set of ears that maybe felt like they couldn't get involved or engaged, but then ended up, you know, finding that they could. And for those of you that, of course, are interested in, then, you know, those last two groups, those are the only ones I'm really, really, really interested in sort of growing any kind of quote-unquote awareness. Um, I don't want to make people aware who just don't want to be made aware. So this isn't a crusade. This is just, it's an open storefront. You're welcome to come in. That's all. So when I use that word awareness, I just want to make sure that I'm, that can get tied into a lot of activism kind of stuff going on right now. And I don't, I do not intend it that way. So I want to make sure that that's very clear. So anyways, what I'm thinking is that I might actually start, uh, start doing a bit of a, a series on this and different things that I've learned just to kind of expand on the topic, uh, since I'm always posting about Mental Fitness Friday and trying to drop those bits of wisdom in there, uh, one of the things I might do, because this is an area that really interests me, and in this podcast arena here, kind of on LinkedIn and, and in my job, I've been feeling around a little bit for what format I like, what format catches on with people, what resonates with people, what I can do consistently given the time constraints of my, my life with three little kids and a, and a full-time job that's fairly demanding and everything else. Um, and maybe I'll try this on for size and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh, because this is something that really matters to me a lot. And it's something a little bit out of the ordinary, I think, for what you might see on LinkedIn, especially in the professional space. But I also, I get the hunch that I'm not the only one that uh, that wrestles with some of these things. And it's been a lifelong hope of mine since I have began, be- begun, began, begun this journey and have worked through so many different things, everything from acceptance and commitment therapy to the um, some of the Eastern practices from Tibetan and Buddhist monks around meditation, uh, which you can take over to some of the Indian practices as well. And then you can bring that over to the Western side, and it's actually being rolled into cognitive behavioral therapy much more now. Some of Carl Jung's theories are still very, very applicable and and uh, used today. Some of the Sigmund Freud stuff, psychoanalysis has kind of gone down the tubes. There's like a couple of things out of there that, that seem to have stuck. Um, right into some of the, the more... Uh, it, religion and spirituality that can help put a bow on top because all these things sort of have stopping points where another modality might kind of pick up. Um, that's something I, I dig into pretty frequently. And I think there's a place for a sort of knowledge about it in the workplace. Um, just enough, just just enough to make it so that people enjoy being mentally fit and put a little bit of effort into it, um, at least the ones that are interested 
you know, and maybe those who aren't interested, maybe they get a little bit interested and, um, and that just kind of improves everybody's, um, everybody's mental fitness a little bit and they can learn and take little bits from each other. And hopefully I have something to offer there and maybe we'll make that a bit of a series here coming up where I actually share some of those tips instead of just giving you all the background. And there's more background I could give you from downright crippling anxiety I've had, you know, uh, to, um, broader struggles that are much more specific, but, uh, no time for that today. Today, this is just kind of a kickoff of those kinds of things. And, uh, I think, I think you're going to enjoy this. We're going to have, I'm going to have a lot of practical tips for you. It's not all going to be so, you know, too hokey and out there. And, uh, it's going to be, I think, really good stuff. So I'm looking forward to it. And until that next series, we'll start next week. And then we will see you then. Thanks for stopping in. This has been the Butt Shit Crazy Podcast. See you next time.